Welcome to the State of Outbound podcast, where we do two things. We play Friendly Feud, and we talk about outbound sales. My name is Matt Wanty, and every episode, I'm joined by two people from the outbound sales world to come and compete on our version of Family Feud. They go head-to-head, and the one with the most points advances to the bonus round. But before that, we talk about outbound sales. You know some business stuff. Then the champ heads to the bonus round for a chance to win a copy of my new book, Smart Outbound, the Outbound Sales Journal, and possibly some other prizes. Let's introduce our participants today. We have with us Tom Conley out of Boston. Tom's currently an inside sales manager at Ledge Young Real Estate. Before that, he was a client development representative at Seismic. Tom is an outbound sales pro and master cold caller. Tom, what do you think is the most important part about being successful on the phone? Being successful on the phone, uh, you gotta be human. You get a lot of people that, you know, the people you're reaching out to every day, right? They're getting calls all day long. And a lot of the time they're talking to a robot on the other end, meaning not an actual robot, but somebody reading from a script, right? And, you know, these higher ups that you're reaching out to, they can they can catch that like that, right? So, you know, I always try to, you know, be human, put down the script, uh, let my knowledge and, and confidence and social skills kind of do the work for me and, um, you know, hopefully get that end goal, which is the meeting, right? Yeah, awesome. So what's one thing about outbound sales you could do without? Oh, so I am an emotional guy. Um, so when I definitely get a little flustered sometimes when calls don't go my way. Um, I would definitely could do without the people hanging up on me, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's my whole day around. Yeah. Um, uh, but, I mean, at the end of the day, man, you got to keep your head down keep dialing and keep smiling, right? That's the name of the game. So I'd probably say, uh, you know, the, the, the hangups, the, 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 the rude, you know, the rude person yeah. on the phone that just, I can't really appreciate what you're doing. Have you ever, have you ever been hung up on and just called the person right back and been like, Hey, I, I think we got disconnected, you know, like what, oh, have you done that? <laughs> and if they don't answer, I'll see the text and say, Hey, I don't know that. <laughs> I think it was on my own, but oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. You get to kill them cool. with kindness too. Yeah. Of course. We also have with us Christine Carroll out of New York City. Christine is originally from Boston, which we have just connected. Uh, Christine is currently a free agent after spending seven years with Building Link, where she worked her way up from a sales rep to the director of sales, where she was wearing a lot of different hats. Christine also has a background in theater and acting. Christine, uh, tell us about your cold calls and some of the things that you do when you're making cold calls? Yeah, I do a lot of research ahead of time. So I do research and make it relevant. And I actually call almost pretending that I'm like a, a client at first or like I, I'm kind of interested and it just warms them up a little bit. So that first like warmth um, kind of digs in there. When I feel the annoyance, when I, when I feel their exasperation, like they have to go, I call it out. I'm like, I know, I know. I hate getting these calls. I hate getting these phone calls. Um, and I just call it. I call the elephant in the room and I go with, and I, I kind of use an Aikido move where I just move right into their frustration and I get them on like a little bit, a little bit longer. Or I try to talk about something else for as long as I can. So they're kind of disarmed and, and we keep chatting with it. So there's 101 ways to, to skin the cat. For sure, for sure. So what do you think is the hardest part about creating an outbound sales plan? Cause I know you've done a little bit of that 
in your career? You know, everyone is different, but everyone's the same. So I, I think like one of the hardest parts, um, and, and once you once you learn it, it becomes easier and easier, but it, it's the pivot. It's the pivot. You think it's going one way, you think you have a plan, and guess what? You don't have a plan. So yeah. I think like where my background's help is like you have to improvise. You have to you have to be okay with sitting in the uncomfortable spot. You have to be okay with that, like kind of embracing that rejection, you know, almost, you know, almost say, almost rejecting it before they do. So I, I think that, I think that it's, it's not having, it's, it's being able to throw out the plan. Yeah. And it's being yeah. able to sit there and say, I get it. Like, I don't know what is the best way you like to be introduced to new things. You don't like my calling all the time. Then, then what do you like? You know, it's kind of trying to keep, keep that grit. I really connect with that answer because I've, and I think a lot of salespeople have probably worked for orgs where there's a plan that's not working, <laughs> but it's still the plan, right? So, and, and that becomes difficult for a salesperson when you're confined to a process that has sort of been proven um, inefficient, right? Being able to, to, to react to that and move on from that, I think that's part of being a good, a good leader. Awesome. Okay, guys, so we're ready to go into our game. and. When I read this first question, just shout out your answer. And I'll, whoever goes first, I'll determine that based on your answer. Just shout your answer out and, uh, and, we'll, and we'll do it that way, okay? So we surveyed 100 of the world's top outbound salespeople and asked them, what's the best way to handle send me some information? How do you like it? Okay, so that, that did come up on our, that's one of our answers. Go ahead, it's not the number one answer. So go ahead, Tom, with, with whatever your guess is gonna be. Can you ask that one more time? What's the best way to handle send me mm -hmm. some information? So the objection, send me some information, what's the best way to handle that? Would it be better if I called you later today? Later today? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's not on the board, that sort of specific answer. Uh, Christine, you got the number two answer. What type of info would you like to see at 23 points? So you have a, um, you can decide to pass or play. It's up to you. All right. I, I will play. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. I, one, one piece of information I need to give you is there are six answers on the mm -hmm. board and you have the, the number two answer. So we're looking for five answers total. So okay. you want to play? Okay. I'll play. Okay. So your second guess, what's the best way to handle? Send me some information. Do you have a few minutes right now? Yes, that is the number six answer with four points. Explain a short conversation would save some time. Okay, so your second, your your next guess, there are no strikes against you and you're looking for one of four answers. Getting, getting them to get more specific about what kind of information, like drilling it down to oh, what, what exactly, it, what exactly interests you, what kind of information, like um, what, what part of what I said, you know, interests you. Um... Okay, so we're going to give you one strike in there. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah it, was, it, was, so... it was very general. So the, 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 what type of info would you like to see? You've sort of already used that answer for your okay. first. That was your first. So that's taken. Um, why don't you go ahead and just give me another answer? I, I don't know if we specifically had a strike. That was something that was already taken. Yeah, so that's you, not can a strike. Strike you can strike me on that. Was okay. Right now we have explain that this would be a better time to talk and what type of info would you like to see? So we have four answers left on the board. 
this is one of this is, is, a, is this. anyone else in your team interested in also seeing this information okay so that's a strike that that didn't make the board that didn't make the board um kind of think about this objection right so send me some information there's a there's a few sort of popular ways to handle this that we're we're not we're not talking about right now sometimes people say uh you know have a sort of a standard response to this and i know i did so sort of think about what one of those might be mm. so you've already got one of them what type of info would you like to see that's a pretty standard response that reps yep. you know all over the world use and then the other one explain a short conversation would would save us some time that was number six answer uh what's your timeline Very similar. I'm going on the same bend. You see what I'm trying? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, we're going to accept that as the number one answer. To so schedule, what is the time to discuss the info? That's 42 points. So now you're looking for, you have one strike against you. Look, you're looking for one of three answers. All right. I'm not, I'm excited to hear what you're, what you're, what you guys say to this. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited uh, now. The, the standard answer that I use for this isn't, you guys haven't gotten it yet. No, I it's know, my, that's, I know. It's my go-to go answer for this. I'm trying to like get it over. Um, that's what I'd love to know. That's where, that's where you are so valuable. Um, so one thing I would tell you about these surveys, when we do these, these are fill-in yep. answers. So people yep. are literally writing this out and we're mushing it all together. Yep. We didn't put categories or anything. These are, this is what people, you know, literally said. Okay, so we're looking for one of three answers, and um, we have one strike. Yeah, this is a tough one. No, it's not. It's not a tough one. I, I mean, I, it's probably like even better in the moment with their like. Okay, so think about function. think about the obvious, right? Someone should send you some information. Some people just, you know. Okay, I'll send it to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's one what's of the your, answers. What's your What's your contact? Yeah, you get all yeah. your, you get the contact. That's the number. That's the number five answer at eight mm -hmm. points. So we're looking for two more, two more answers. Okay, so you get that. Um, information. I mean, all in all, we're doing pretty good. We've got four of the six answers and only one. Yeah, story. I mean, it's um, send it to you later. I already said, when are you free to like the timeline? When, yeah, when would you like to talk about it? Yeah, a lot of times I say, look, um, yeah, I can send you information, but the the really best way to really kind of, uh, just, the best way to learn about this is to, is to kind of have me walk you through uh, what we do so we can have like a conversation about it. Yeah, that, and that's, that was an answer that we already, took so that's yeah yeah all right Matt. how can we get me three buzzes tom's got it okay so uh <laughs> we're going to give you the second strike for answering that one okay we're going to give you all one right. more guess just off the top of your head i'm sure it's pretty obvious that i'm, I'm missing it hmm. fine final pondering here <laughs> Like, I just I realized, wait, I don't have an answer. This is how I ponder life. I sit with a ribbon okay. and myself. Um, yeah, so, okay, information. Uh, give them a sense of 
give them a sense of make it a sense of urgency. So I'd say I'd say inject a sense of urgency. That's that didn't make the list. I'm sorry. That's okay. your third strike. Tom, you have a chance to steal. You're looking for one of two answers. What's the best way to handle? Send me some information. I would tell them no. It would make more sense if we could uh, chat. I want to make sure you're the right person I'm supposed to be speaking with. Is there a better time to call you later this week? I want to put some context behind the information I'm sending you. So, yeah, th that didn't make the list. That's kind of like one of our other answers that she already used, but yeah. so we're going to give you a strike. I'm sorry, but the two yeah. the two missing answers and um, the one that I used to use all the time, which is a great one. Sorry, we don't have any information to send you. But if your company literally has no collateral, then you don't have anything to send, right? It's either, you know, have this conversation with me, have a set, let's set up a meeting. Otherwise, you're just not going to know. It doesn't. A lot of company messages out there don't translate in a brochure. <laughs> you know, they don't. It doesn't come across right. That's a powerful one. And then um, the other one is send them information while they're on the phone. Okay, you know what? Send me information. Hey, I got your email here. I'm going to kick you this brochure. Open it up. What do you think? You know. So that's another another strategy that people are using. All right, guys. Okay, let's move on to our second question. We surveyed 100 of the world's top outbound salespeople and asked them, what's the biggest reason decision makers reject your outreach? It's not personalized. That's not one of the answers. Christine? We already have something like this. That is the number one answer. All set, satisfied with status quo at 30 points. Would you want to play or pass this one? I played. I'm going to pass to, to Mr. Tom. Okay. Tom? Oh. Just passing to you right now, the only uh, only answer off the board is the number one answer. What's the biggest reason decision makers reject your outreach? Um, it's not in their budget. That's the number five answer at eight points. Mm -hmm. um, they're in a meeting. It's a bad time. That's the number two answer. Yeah. Reject old outreach. Hmm. They already said they already no use for this, right? That was already an answer. Um, no, we don't have an answer. So I'll go with that. We don't need okay. it. Okay, that's no the use. number three answer at 21 points. So she said all set, satisfied, sort of different than they don't need it. That's a little bit different, right? Um, that's a different answer, 21 points. So you, right now you have two answers, no strikes. And you're looking for one of two answers. Uh, one of two answers. What is one Biggest of the reasons reason decision makers reject your outreach? Um, outreach was too generic. <laughs> that's your that's your first strike, buddy. All right, fair enough. Oh gosh, tough. Not the best family feuder. Um, oh, you're doing pretty good, man. You, I'm great. I'm great when Steve Harvey's on the TV. I bet. <laughs> Steve Harvey, I love it. Oh yeah, accent, yeah. I knew I was gonna. He probably, he probably loves his name said like that too. That makes him laugh. Um, reasons why decision makers reject your. You already said they're already using it, right? Are using it? Uh, no all set. Yeah, all set. Both those are. All set. Um, they're too busy. 
I think that's actually already an answer too. Yeah, you did that one already. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna slip in one strike for those two repetitive answers. So Fair you're enough. at two strikes. You're looking for one of two answers. Christine, do you have any idea? Maybe I don't know. Cold <laughs> <laughs> outreach. See what happens when two when two kids from Boston get together. We bond together. Like we can't compete. No. Is there like a Patriots good. game on in the background or something? I've <laughs> been watching too much of the Pats this year. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Brady's not there. I'm watching the Bucks. Um, Matt, I don't know. I'm probably just I I have no answers off the top of my head. I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna pass it. I'll take the X and pass it over to Christine. So we don't we don't let people do that. You have to guess something. Oh really? Um, yeah. Uh, so cold outreach in general could be email or cold call. Yeah. Um, they didn't like the sound of my accent. How's that? Okay. That's not that. I love that answer, man. And some people would probably say that happens to them, you know, that is, uh, your third strike, Christine for the steal. One of two answers are available. You're looking for one of two know you say, I know you say the decision maker, but when they say they're really not this decision maker, that, oh, it's it's a corporate decision. You got they, it. The number four answer, not their responsibility at 11 points. You steal the round. You got 96 points on in that round. Did we add up the last round? We didn't do that, did we? Okay, so we're going to need to go back and do that. But uh, He's got a big lead. <laughs> we'll just see if this is even a, a point. So question three, we surveyed 100 of the world's best outbound salespeople and asked them, what's your best weapon when penetrating new accounts? Uh, similar con uh, connections on LinkedIn? Uh, referral, six points. That's the number six answer though. Okay. Christine, you can take the round here. What is your best weapon when penetrating new accounts? I'm deciding between three. So um, he just said referral. Yep. Mm -hmm. Leveraging competition. Um, that's not one of the answers, Christine. I'm so sorry. Leveraging competition. I can't connect that with anything on the list. Okay, Tom, you're going to play your pass. I'll play. There. Okay, hold on. There, there's seven total answers, and you have one off the board. So gotcha. you have the number six. Six, six answers. So that's. You still want to play? I do. Okay, well, cool. Let's do it, man. What's your best weapon when penetrating new accounts? Think about all the weapons we have. Un well, untouched leads, fresh, fresh blood. Untouched. None of them has been to. Wow. Okay, so that's a strike. And I think I'll just throw this out there. I think you guys are looking too deep. So think, you know, like sort of broader. What is your best weapon when penetrating uh, no accounts? Best weapon? Sending over content? What's content? that? Cont content? content? Yeah. No, that's your second strike. Oh, geez. Can't wait to hear these answers. Well, think uh, about what what tools do you use when you're? I mean, I guess tools are weapons. What? I guess like I mean, like a sales engagement tool. Is that is that what you're talking about? Um, that uh, that 
I'm not saying that's on the list, no, but that could be like think about all the, the tools. tools. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, using LinkedIn sales nav. There you go. LinkedIn is the number five answer at nine points. Oh, so now you right, have two down. strikes gotcha. and you have the fifth and sixth answer off, off the board. Oh, um, mm. sales loft? Sales loft, nor sales engagement platforms made the list. Oh. So that's Christine, for the steal, what is the best weapon when penetrating new accounts? Inside info, trade info. Okay, so what, like, what do you mean by trade info? Like, what's, um, yeah, I guess. Like, current, like current news, like, you know, like, yeah. current, so like, you're talking about, current, current news. Talk about research. Research, current, yeah. Yeah, that's the number three answer is research at 13 okay. points. So either way, Tom, she's going to the bonus round, so it doesn't really matter. But I want to go through these because this is a really interesting one. And I think maybe it's the wording of the question and sort of where your where your guys heads at but the, so the number one and i love this answer is the value we offer when i was selling in technology if i could get out that value part that was it like i knew we were going to have a good conversation but that was my best weapon was the value uh, the number two answer is phone three answers research uh, the number four answer is lucia i don't know if you guys are familiar with that that's a technology then linkedin referral and then number seven is zoom info Contact like, info tools. Yeah, I mean, everybody has sort of their so, one thing I that they think is, phone. everybody sort of has their one thing that they think is really pushing them over the top. And, you know, so, sometimes it is Zoom info. So, you know, I've heard Lucia quite a bit. Me too. And yeah. obviously the phone, some people are just, they, they believe the phone is, you know, what's making them successful. All right, okay, so we're at the point in the show where we're going to just talk about these questions a little bit. I, and I think you guys kind of answered this during the game, but the best way to handle, send me some information. I, I think I've shared with you what one of the things I like to do. Uh, is there a go-to one for you, Tom, that you use? Um, well, I try to, I try to like basically say like, hey, I, I'd, I'd much rather have a, a conversation. I'd be happy to send you info, but you know, I'd love to give you some context behind the info I'm sending. Yeah. Otherwise, it's kind of blind information you're reading. You're not really knowing where to, you know. Uh, yeah. on value. And so that's exactly what you just said um, on that last round. Um, you know, I want to provide value to them. I'm not going to just send them information over um, and then blindly read it, you know, and they're going to pick out the things that stand out to them. I want to be there when they're, you know, looking at over. Yeah. What's interesting. Yeah. So I and there, go ahead. I think the reality is they're probably not even going to look it over. Christine, where do you take it? What's your yeah, that's where I think, going back to, I think the power is like when you are actually in front of them. So that's why I like that old fashioned, like getting in front, because when you're in front, yeah. you tie it in. So, hey, oh, yeah, I noticed you have something over there. You know, we could totally help with that. It's like making it relevant to them as much as you can, bring in that relevancy. When people say to me, oh, you know, send me some stuff. And I'm saying, you know, anybody can send you a feature list, a checklist, and it's all going to look the same. But but what what really you should know is the how. And that's a conversation because I want to learn about you just as much, you know, as you want to learn about what, what I do. I make it more about them and always flipping it back on them um, that's and, good. and kind of leading into that. Okay, cool. You guys, that was great. That was awesome. The, the second one, what's the biggest reason decision makers reject your outreach? This one, 
all set. You know, I think that's the most common objection. We're not we're not interested or all set. They're kind of the same the same one. Is that do you guys feel that way? That's the one that you constantly go against. Yeah, like we're all good. We're okay, we don't need it. Like you don't even know what I'm talking about yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just said where I'm from. We're all set. We're all set. You know, when you're on the other side of that, and I've I've been on the other side of that a lot, and I feel bad about it now. But man, it's uh, it's their mind is somewhere else. But you got to push through it, and the best way to do that is with a good question. If you can ask the right question right there, that's a really good way. Christine, how do you how do you get through that? Yeah, again, it's like it's like leaning in. I agree with you. It's finding that one question that sort of trips them up. Like, well, we don't have that, and that goes back to the research, the relevancy. Once you have like your bucket filled there, but you know, I I, I worked with a, a woman who bit fire, and she used to say uh, this great line is, uh, "Well, if you ever want to upgrade." Love I, it, I, I, love I love her for that, you know, she, but she was really, yeah. I mean, that was her thing. If you ever feel like upgrading and it was very powerful, it was a powerful way to end the conversation, you know? So, so, cause I, now I'm thinking of my next call. Right. And so that's a great way for you to move on to your next call. If you ever want to upgrade, you know, let me know. That was uh that was great. Best weapon penetrating new accounts. Tom, I mean, do you feel bad about the phone thing? A little yeah, bit. honestly, I was going to say it, but I'm like, is that a stupid answer? Like, and I, I and I it was in my head to say it, but I thought you meant like more along lines of like sales and. Gear. I know. I was trying to I was trying to bring you out of that. Well, I knew I, you were over I, there. I look back on it, I'm like, yeah, but no. I mean, the phone's my best friend. You know, at the end yeah. of the day, emails will only get read so much. You know, call them. Pick. Yeah. They'll pick up the phone. Like I know me. If a random number calls me, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know this number. I'm not gonna pick it up. I answer every single call because I'm curious. Like, who is this? So I think uh, that's how I like to think of it when people see my number pop up. They're like, who is this? Call, and then they get me. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, phone's definitely my best friend, number one weapon. It's the best way to talk to people and, you know, have, you know, a human interaction. Yeah. Even even when you don't connect, it helps drive things, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just calling a CMO or just calling a high-level person. You, you can get action, you know, sometimes you'll have a vice president calling you or, you know, they'll email you and say, hey, let, let, let's talk about this. So stop bothering this person. And emails, like if you want someone to read your email, calling them is going to really up that chance and uh, bothering them a little bit, you know, but you got to do it in a professional way. You can't harass them, but just you got to you got to make the call. Christine. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say like vice presidents and I think the higher up you go, the more apt they are to take that call. It's it's super interesting, but I yeah, think I think yeah. I think that I think the higher your sites, I think that they definitely are, are very responsive. Like I'm all about getting in front of people, like I said. So as much as I can, you know, I, I, I like to get an email and schedule a phone call. I mean, that's like what I'd like to do in my cadence is like, I'll send the email and schedule that call. It usually works because the email five sentences, shoot it out, make it really relevant. Um, and if I don't hear back, you know, I, I'll call up again and say, oh, like you said, I, hey, did you get my email? But I think the higher yeah. up you go, I think the more, the more apt they are to be receptive. It's part, you know, it's part of their, one of the things young salespeople forget is that vice president, especially at major corporations, it's part of their job to talk to you. Like they should know what's going on in their market. If you come at them, you know, with education, they can be really responsive. And sometimes they even thank you for the information because they, they should have known it already. 
uh, you know, don't be afraid to call on those people, challenge that, push yourself to do that. That'll really help your career. Okay, so I think we got through our questions. Let's, we're headed to the bonus round. This is exciting. Christine is ready. Okay, so you have 30 seconds. There's five questions. Tom, I need you to write them down, the answers that she has. So it's pretty to write important. The answers down that she's I'm not going to say everybody has succeeded with this on the show. So five answers. There's five answers, 30 seconds. So you can pass. If you want to just say pass yeah. and we'll come we'll come back to it otherwise just shout out your answer i'm going to fly through these okay yeah. we surveyed 100 of the world's top outbound salespeople and asked them how do you deal with gatekeepers kindness what's the average number of sales touches to open a door four how much time per day do you spend cold calling three hours how many meetings are you required to schedule each week Eight. How many contacts at a prospect do you target with your initial outreach? Say that again. How many contacts at a prospect do you target with your initial outreach? How many people are you calling on at that prospect? Pass. Okay. All right. How do you deal with gatekeepers? What was the answer, Tom? She said kindness. <laughs> kindness. Number one answer at 48 points. Ooh. That's awesome start right there. So we're trying to get to 100, 100 and, okay. and, and you get a copy of my book. Okay, so what's the average number of sales touches to open up a door? You said four. Four is the, the number six answer at seven points. So we've got what 48. What was the number one answer? 10 touches. You have 55. Number, no. number, number two is five touches. Um, okay, yeah, you got 55? Okay, good. How much time per day do you spend cold calling? She said three hours. Three hours is the number five answer at seven points. Yeah. Two hours was number one at 42 points and then one hour at 23 points. Okay, how many meetings are you required to schedule each week? She said eight. 14 points, the number four answer. The number one answer was two or less, so there's, you know, some people out there are selling like really high dollar ticket items, right? So this this number, this whole thing can be a little skewed. Uh, they're not required to have a, you know, set. Tom, what was you? What were you required at some of your gigs? Um, for we didn't, we weren't measured weekly. We were measured monthly at Seismic. Uh, but okay. at where I'm working now, uh, I'm expected to get two meetings a week. Okay, two meetings a week. Yeah, that's number one answer. Okay, cool. All right, so let's talk about this. Um, so the, the, the question is, how many, when you're approaching a prospect, how many decision makers within that prospect are you gonna hit up? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you answer it right now. Okay, when you, so, you know, there's a, a lot of as people many, that- as, Honestly, as many as, like, as many as I can, I do it in, I do it in seconds. Yeah, but so. what, what do you think is the most popular answer for this? Uh. Tom, what do you think on this? You, are this more in... I don't think I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, Tom. Love to. You're a Quincy girl. I definitely help you out, but I don't. I'm gonna earn that book, Christine. Come on now. I know. I I can't. I need this book. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would say like 
It's definitely a tough question for sure. It is. It depends. It depends like what kind of like what's the org. I mean, I, I would say I want eight. maybe maybe eight people. Okay, so we're looking for the most popular answer. Is that really your answer? No, I'll go higher. Okay. I mean, I know people are going to go much higher with it, but I, I just. No, 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 no. So oh. I want to make sure you understand this. How many decision makers within a company are you targeting with that first sort of outreach? Oh, four. I, I'd say four. Okay, that is the number six answer at four points, ironically. The number one answer was two, which I love. Wow. Yeah. So uh, one was the number two answer, then three. Guys, this has been a ton of fun. Is there anything you didn't win the bonus round, Christine? I am so sorry. Is there anything that you want to add to the to the show? Tom's like, this is it's time to go home. <laughs> dark out, man. Boston. Yeah, it's already dark yeah. out. I had a blast coming on here. Um, thank you for deeming me a professional or expert cold caller. Love oh, for that. For sure. Yeah. Um, I would just like to say, whoever is interested in learning more about the art of cold calling, Matt Wanty's your guy. And uh, oh, shout out to Dewan Brown, my guy who hooked me up with Matt. Um, Great guy. My favorite guys on this this planet. So, D, I hope you're watching, brother. <laughs> Christine, what about you? You got to sign yeah, I off think here. Again, Matt, you know, I was, it was so great to be connected with you through, through Anjali, uh, who, who I met on LinkedIn and just finding a community. There's so many voices out there, but I, yours is just so just authentic. And, and I, I've learned so much. I, I, I love watching you. Um, I love Tom. I love meeting you. We'll talk more. Um, Absolutely. Let's <laughs> I'm sure awesome. let's definitely connect. So we just made another connection, but this is right. so much fun. Um, it got me thinking um a lot and uh and i really appreciate it It was a lot of fun matt so i'm gonna awesome. buy the book i'm gonna so oh. so you should let us all know where we can get the book because amazon.com um, because i like i like i like your stuff i think shit. it's so important to start thinking of that thank you and thank you for those kind words my audible for the lost ever cool calling just hit amazon so that's available now you can find this podcast on amazon you guys thank you so much i owe you a debt of gratitude thank you and uh Really appreciate you coming on. Have Thanks a great night. Have a good weekend. Yep. Yep. Take it Take easy, care. guys. This was a ton of fun, you guys. I want to thank both of you for coming on the State of Outbound podcast, where we do two things. We play Friendly Feud, and we talk about outbound sales. My name is Matt Wanty, and thank you for listening to the State of Outbound podcast. Have a great one. Mm -hmm.